Welcome to episode 11 of What We Ate. Wag you talking about. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that So one. bad, dude. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's horrible. Well, anyway, what isn't horrible is wag you oh, beef. Only, only good things to say about wag And we, uh, we really put it to good use this week i think I so i think we gave uh we gave it uh justice yeah you know we definitely presented the wagyu in dishes where i thought they really shined and yeah. weren't overpowered fully in yeah. agreement um let's let's before we super get into the wagyu right let's talk about covid19 just to get it out of the way uh, Where are we at? Should we introduce ourselves first? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Getting a little ahead of myself. <laughs> it's all right. It's yeah. All right. You're like I, you know, I'm like, I'm like, COVID-19. Must, must uh, podcast. COVID-19 now. statistics. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. So, I'm Damien, the overly COVID-19 obsessed co-host and uh, my the other host is i'm gabrielle just good old gabrielle good old gabrielle <laughs> i love that um okay now let's get to the covid19 all right so we need to get damien his covid fix yep. um <laughs> so in the u.s as of saturday april the 18th we are at just shy of 740,000 cases in the U.S. Wow. That is inching up closer and closer to that. That milli. That milli, yeah. Yeah. Just today, uh, we've had a couple shy of 27,000 new cases. Yeah, which is today. down from normal, but I've noticed that on the weekends, there's less. There's a there's a dip. There's, yeah, there's always a dip on the weekends. That's funny. But it has seemed to be trending, not trending down, but like kind of flattening out a bit. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think whatever the numbers they say here, it's definitely worse. The deaths uh, are getting worse, though. Wow, we're almost to 40,000 deaths, you guys. Yeah. There was a weird Holy glitch shit. on it yesterday that did put us over 40,000. It said right. yesterday that we had like... 6,000 deaths or something and I was like wait what and then I refreshed it a little while later and then it moved it down to like the 14th wow or something like that it said 6,000 I don't know if like some place didn't like submit their count of deaths right. or like there were lab test results that weren't processed potentially it's or just again a glitch in the matrix these numbers you know they're they're only what's been tested, which is They're part of the numbers. problem. Who knows? Like in Brazil right now, I've heard oh, that gosh, it's like Brazil. It's, it's a like shit show. Oh my way god! What's worse going on? Than the numbers are reported. What is going on? Well, their president, you know, he's uh, it's a shit he show here. In science, either. Oh my god! I think I think that's yeah. his situation. Yeah. Um, but you know. Oof, what can you say? Shit. And yo, and they're already talking. Yo, who says that? Not yeah. me. Um, <laughs> Is that your new thing now? <laughs> yo. <laughs> 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 
Um, just out of nowhere, just pick it up? Yeah, I could. Hey, you know. You know, that could work. So, yo, check it out. Um, well, on the plus side, where we have um, about 5,700 uh, recovered cases today. That's good. And recoveries are, you know, outshining uh, deaths. So that's that's a plus. I mean, it's still like 30% of the total end. Like, okay, so this is how I'm like looking at it, right? So there's the recovered and then there's the dead. And then you add those together and that's the total of people who are on the other side of coronavirus. Right. So it's still like 30% of those people are dead. Are still in it. Whoa. Wait. Well, okay. Well... <laughs> Hold. There's like double there. the slow amount down. of. I mean, the fatality rate in the U.S. is at five point three. Right, but I talked um, about this on the last podcast, yeah, and I st- it sounds stupid. You out of all these numbers. <laughs> yeah, because like, okay, so I feel personally as though you shouldn't be able to count active cases as part of the fatality rate to drive the number down. Because I think you should go... The control group are the people... Well, I don't know if it's the control group necessarily. (laughs) But, like, there's the group of people who have it. Then there's the people who have gone past and don't have it anymore. And those people are either recovered or they're dead. Well, I mean... So... It's five o'clock. It's five five o'clock, guys. (laughs) I mean, check this out. New York City... It's rough. It's rough. It, they're at a 7.3% fatality rate. Yeah, they weren't prepared for this. Holy shit. I mean, in New York City alone, they're looking at 242,000 cases. Wow. Yeah. Um that's that's pretty heavy. Yeah. That is heavy. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm feeling for the New York brethren. I think now they're just trying to milk this for as much money they could get out of it to their donors and Holy stuff shit. as they can. Michigan has a high fatality rate. Seven. Didn't they just 5%. protest? Yeah. They were out there was some with heavy shit happening guns. out there. What the fuck? Yeah. Without some with masks, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, that right. Funny. It's like, like I, I still don't want you to tell I me that I can't science. gather in public. <laughs> Maybe they're like, look, I'm out in public. I have my mask on. This should be fine. Maybe that's what they're saying. Um, Which I guess, because, well, I, mean, I mean, if you've got pr- all the PPE on that would keep you and other people from getting it, right. I can see the point of being like the government shouldn't be able to tell me that. I, I get that. I, I mean, it is in our, at least in the U.S., Yeah, we have the right to assembly. Yeah. You know? And the right to bear arms. And the right to bear arms. So... <laughs> You know, I yeah. don't, I don't, I want to be mad at them, but another part of me is like, well, they yeah. have, that's their right. That's is, their it right. It is their right. And if evolution, you know, I just say let evolution if, take its course. Well, they brought guns onto like government property because they were on the which like, is steps, probably, which yeah. is probably federal problematic. Is probably they probably could have been gun. taken out, but, but you know, they know that fellow it. Michiganians, Michigan. you know, is that what they're called? Like because they know they that they're just there to light exercise skin. Their they were all light skin protesters. Well, that's if true. any of them would have been brown, 
this situation would have been very different. That's true. It would have ended very differently. Somebody and said that's that on, on Reddit, too. They were like, imagine if these people wow. were, like, yeah. you know, Muslims or something. Yeah. If any other color like, than that would white. Not, yeah. That would have been a big problem. That would have been a mad problem. Yes. And things would have ended very differently. Yeah. But that's just... That's fucking, you know, but like, America. Can you imagine being one of those people that's like, no, this is still a democratic hoax and it's just like the first step of martial law, like a month in well, and you're still like that? I mean, I guess, yeah, Michigan's not doing so well. Yeah. yeah like, I get trying to take your rights away, but. I mean, they are. Aren't they going to use this to expand on some, they very you know, well could Patriot Act kind of bullshit yeah just slap a nice pretty s- slab of coat of painted blah, 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 words are hard yeah. uh, slab on a paint job and, and call, call it, it daisy call it yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah i don't know it's it's really hard to think like i don't know if people are thinking because you know we're the only ones that talk right. to each other really right um, I Can don't we know. talk about the uh, stimulus, so-called stimulus package? Is that sure. political? Is that no? Should we stick to the food? I don't think it's real? enough. For what they gave in tax breaks to millionaires, bullshit. and also fucking bullshit. Like, the biggest yeah. tax break to and, the and mo- actual the 1%. money to like the businesses yes. that are like running the country. We pay more taxes than Jack. Jack Bezos? Who's Amazon? Who's that Jeff bald Bezos. fuck? Close. That Bezos motherfucker. He, he was paid like, more taxes well, than he was him. Like, he was like a nerdy guy that just like became the richest man in the world. So now he's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. Now he's Doesn't like, even yeah. offer sick pay to his fucking employees. No. You know, and that's like, capitalism. You did offer me sick pay when you were giving me a wedgie on the on the schoolyard, were you? <laughs> that's the mentality. That's why Zuckerberg, all these right. nerds, they got like picked yeah. on in school, called nerds, and it then they were like, hard. "Okay, fuck yeah. you! I'm gonna sell all your data to China, like <laughs> you know, or Russia." You know, that's what it is. You know, it's wow. the revenge of the nerds was prophetic. <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. I think you cracked it. Yeah, dude. It. That's why it's all gone to shit. All the technology <laughs> stuff funny. is like that held is captive funny. by like you know, you the guys, nerds the nerds. nerds that got picked on, now they're like wow. all these like, you know. Wow. Yeah, that's what it is. And I myself identify as a nerd, so I think that you know, I mean, we're already in a technocracy, really. Ooh, interesting. Right? And you know, these There's fuckers like in charge half of them don't even the know internet. how to fucking reboot their systems, you know? Yeah. These dinosaurs in charge, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Super crazy. Yeah. So, who knows what the world is going to look like coming out of this? There's going to be I new. Hope there's going to be people. Change. Yeah, I really do. Like a reprioritization of the country and the the populace. You know, you realize how much voting makes a difference when they make it so fucking difficult to vote. Like, why is it not? Like, I do. You know, I demand that voting should be a national holiday. 
Everyone I, should have the day off. We should make a thing of it. Everyone go vote in the morning and then go barbecuing and get drunk at night. I think like, some governor did thing. that. We I think a governor a did thing. that in one of the states. There should be like big sales at mattress companies, like voting day sales. You know, it, yeah. should, it should be on that level. Bring your I voted sticker and get like 10%, 10% off, off everything. <laughs> Free beers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, they should make voting a kegger to make it appealing right? to the young folks. Yeah. That sounds good. A kegger. Yeah, have it on a Friday. Get a long three-day weekend out of it. I have an idea. Why don't you <laughs> make the ballot at, on a table out of, out of like, solo cups with, like, beer in them? And then you balance a ping-pong ball, and then whoever you vote, whoever you get it in. You get different color If you're not good pong. enough at it, then, well, oh, on, well, I guess you should, Different you know. color ping-pongs for different Yeah, like candidates. blue solo cups, red solo cups, green. Right, right. You know? I think that's a great idea. Voting day beer. <sighs> if I was in charge, that's what I would do. <laughs> yep. But I'm not in charge. No. So. Yeah. Maybe I should run. Maybe. Maybe you should. <laughs> and make a big keg. And run on, on a on what day. we ate platform. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Wagyu be for everyone. I'm sure our, like, handful of listeners will uh, <laughs> will vote for you. <laughs> yeah. It does say they're all in the US, so Okay. Yeah, we don't have anybody out there yet. Well I We'll know. see. Yeah. We will see. Alright, this got weird. Our yeah. Instagram's popping off though. Yeah, well, you know we've grown it's real like photos. In like a week's time we've like quadrupled our following or more. Cool. Right on. Which is awesome. We appreciate y'all. And, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. If only we got as many listens as we do likes on our pictures, that would be amazing. But you can't ask for that. Um, well, I think you just did. So Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but the only people who would listen that, would hear that, are the people who are already listening. You know, to me, <laughs> I don't think it matters so much is is uh people are uh being inspired because i know when i see other people's food i'm like oh what are you eating it's like when you're sitting at a yeah, restaurant right? and you peek over to the other table like what did you get yeah that's what this podcast <laughs> is the equivalent yeah that's yeah. what i feel like you know so i think it, it's great that people are uh, putting their food out there and um i love looking at different what are on different people's tables all over the world because yeah. I get inspired. Like, oh, that's an interesting ingredient. I think that would be great. Maybe I'll try it. And yeah. That's kind of my whole thought on everything. Yeah. For sure. Cheers. You can you can cheers travel to the that. cheers. <laughs> cheers. Salud. We're uh, sipping on some cran tails. It's delightful. <sighs> I have a very simple um, crayon and gin. Oh, that sounds nice. With just like a little bit of... Um, Club soda? Tonic? No. That would be nice. A little bit of raspberry liqueur. It would, I agree. Ooh, raspberry liqueur. Is that your dad's or the yeah. Japanese? No, my dad's one. Oh, that's good stuff. Uh, yeah. And yours is... Mine's a Rose with like a good dry rose, not even like a sweet a very one, Very really. dry rose, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
with also cranberry juice. It's kind of like a sangria of sorts. Yeah. Vodka and some Jap or some Korean um, raspberry wine. I thought it was Japanese for a second in my head. And then um, a... Japanese have really interesting uh, fruit wines that I'm really into. They do. Like plum. Oh, the plum is delicious. So good. And Korean wine. Yeah, Korean wine, Japanese wine. They have some good wines. Yeah. Really interesting stuff. Blueberry wine. Yeah, it's delicious. So good. That black plum. Mm Mm-hmm. All of it. I love it. I've been having that, like, I've been getting that pretty much since I discovered H-Mart. Isn't H Mart so cool? I love Asian markets. Yeah. Especially when you go on a weekend when they're giving you samples. Oh, that's the best. It's so there's cool. There's like a thousand samples. <laughs> yeah. Every corner there's And I'm like, like, what is this? It's like, oh, it's like a sausage made out of like the little Asian women who are older women who are giving just don't speak any English. Which no, is great. They're just like here. <laughs> like, okay. They're <laughs> great. And it's usually nice, good. Sometimes I've seen some stuff where I'm like, mm. I'll try it. I'll, I'll try, try anything. <laughs> I'll try anything. We've had a lot of like good it, things. We've bought it. things oh, that yeah. we've tried. Many times. Many times. And sometimes I'm Especially like, what did I just ones. eat? Oh, yeah. The dumplings. Uh, I had my first fish cake there. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was that was something. That's where we had the uh, the Korean version of spam. The like. Oh, it's, it was so yeah. good. It was very nice. It was so bomb. You know, I heard uh, spam is really big in Korea. Really, after the Korean War. Actually, the, uh, that kind of makes American sense because brought it. The first time I ever had spam, right? Uh huh. Was at that place where we had our first date. Was that your first time in this in the burger? Yeah. Wow. It was a spam like burger and it was like a Korean inspired burger. I was like, oh I guess they have spam in Korea. So spam yeah. <laughs> is when our the seed of our love was first planted well, in spam. I had it the time I went there before ah. I met Oh, okay. You. Never yeah. mind. Never mind. <laughs> seed destroyed. Oh my god. <laughs> But that experience led me to, All right, sure. uh-huh. yeah. you know, have our first date there. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, this, this this, place is legit. It would make a good place for a first date. Aww. So that's how that happened. We should go back there. I agree. Once all this is uh, oh, blown yeah. over. After, I know. There, I have a whole list of places I need to go see and explore after. I mean, it's been like over. five years since we went there. <laughs> what day quarantine is this? 30... It's like... 30 something. 31, 32. 30 fucking something. Oh. Yeah. Because um, the 15th, I think, was the last day that I was at work. Okay. And it is, what, the 17th? Uh, yeah, I think it's the 17th right now. I thought it was the 18th. Anyway, okay. it's somewhere. It's something like that. The days that. are have blurred. Yep, and uh, we haven't even gotten into our food talk, really. So let's... Uh, okay, let's set the bullshit aside. Let's set that and aside get and get and into... Let's take a bite out of it. Yeah, let's take a bite out of life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Take a bite out of life. All right, Maybe that'll uh, be our new... Bite out of thing. life. And remember, take a bite, take a out, bite out of life. Uh-huh. That's corny. I think we had I very different it, renditions of what that would sound like. How would you, what's yours? Mine got a little 
weird. I'd rather not. <laughs> I know. I, I, I was like, take a bite out of life, and you were like, yeah. <laughs> that's like all I heard. <laughs> Death metal because then I get. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's oh so funny. God. Next thing you know, I'm like declaring the spawn of the, <laughs> the Antichrist. Oh, oh my god. Okay, let's get to uh, let's get to the food, Beazelbub. So yeah, let's let's uh, get on to Monday. Uh, Monday, we cooked the thing that we teased for the last two episodes. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. My mouth salivated just thinking about it. Mine too. I was like, mm. <laughs> that was such weird <laughs> That's hilarious. We had a three-inch. Three pound gold level, which is like above what is it, USDA Prime or something? It's, it's like above, yeah, it's above no, like the, all it's, USDA. It's like a, I believe certification. They graded at a five, okay, yeah, it was it's grade something five. like that. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going by the Japanese scale, you know, it's We're still it's still pretty good, but it's not like the one like, of the best you can get in the US. In the US. And yep. uh, we got it from Snake River Farms. Yep. Wagyu cowboy steak ribeye, by yes. the way. Bone-in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt a little savage nibbling on the bone. Oh, yeah. It was a good feeling. Oh, I oh felt very... God. Everything about it was amazing. It was... <laughs> uh, and we cooked it perfectly. Oh, it was a beautiful meat. It was so, rare. It was more rare. Yeah. It what we did is we took it out pretty early so it could get up to room temperature. Because right. that's really important you when you're cooking meat. Yeah. Especially Very if you're going important. on the medium rare level. You want to be able to warm easily, that middle without yes. cooking it. Because it continues to cook yeah. once you take it out. Yes. And it goes up anywhere between like 5 to 10 degrees. Right. Internal temperature. So... Um, you, you, if you, it's very easy to fuck it up. You can take it off and think like, oh, it's perfect right now. And then 10 minutes later, it's overcooked because, you know, that's happened. Yeah. (laughs) That's happened. It's definitely happened. Yeah. It was really a game changer getting a meat thermometer. Yeah. That was always like. I always, like, romanticized the idea of being able to always tell by pressing on it and, like, you know, the, like... You know, but the meat thermometer has just so much more control that it's like, oh, like, you don't even have to think about it. No, you can set an alarm. Tell me when it's like. (laughs) Tell me when it's ready. Yeah, it's been really great. Yeah. So I I really, um, I'm down. Highly recommend one if you don't have one. Um, consider investing in it. Yeah. Because it really kind of... They're cheap too, ...steps up your, um, your cooking skills. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're cheap. I'm sure. And if you feel like you have a fever, you could probably use that too. Just don't cross-contaminate Just between in. like a rectal... <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. I can't believe I actually haven't checked if it works in your mouth when I've licked it. <laughs> of course off the, it does. Yeah? Of course. But I it's mean, not it like point whatever. It's just like But like when you have a fever you only you don't really need the point whatever to figure out how bad of a fever you have. Right? Yeah, it just sucks. It's usually just it bad, just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we made that and um how do we prepare? So we left it on the on that counter. Let it get up to room 10. Yeah, it was there for a few hours, just letting the meat rest mm-hmm. to uh, room 10. It was a big, it was a big girl, so yeah. uh, she I think there's steers, so it's a male cow. But I think it's a castrated male cow. I think that's how it works. A castrated male Yeah, like the cattle. beef. Yeah. Huh. I think, and all I the think females are, are saved for milking. For a milking. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then um, we heavily salted and peppered heavily the sides. Salted. And the... Heavy pepper. Also the edges, because there's three inches of space there oh. that we wanted to <laughs> season, you know? It was like, you know what, what we did is uh, you do the first layer of salt and pepper... And then it hydrates into the meat. Yep. And then you can do another level of salt and pepper. So it really penetrates the yep. meat. Because it's three inches thick. So you really want it to suck into the middle center. And just really kind of an even distribution of flavor. Yeah. I think is a really crucial key to that. Definitely. Because, oh, it was perfectly salt and pepper. And I think I did so that perfect. like two or three times. Yeah. With the salt and pepper. Yeah. It didn't want to complicate the flavors on the meat. Mm -hmm. I really wanted the natural flavor of the beef to kind of shine through. And even when it seems like a lot that you're putting on there, it's not going to be too salty. Because it's a three inch fucking thick ass piece of meat. You might need less sauce or something on it, but it's not, it's deserving of not having sauce on it. And it's also to, to flavor i personally like food salty i like yeah. i mean fucking the civil world war or the civil war in the u.s not the not world not a world war um was partly uh ignited because of salt tax really yes and i learned that in uh virginia when i was at the williamsburg uh little colony they do reenactments uh-huh. and educational um that was a that was an experience. Was the North like taxing the South for salt or something? Uh, what was going on? It was more like the England was taxing. Oh, you like this? The, the oh, well, you mean not the, the revolutionary war. The revolutionary war. war. Yes. Excuse me. A lot of wars that the U.S. has been in. Kind Did of they have a salt party where they went onto a <laughs> ship and threw all the salt? So it's over like board? all these. Re- all these actors are reenacting. They turned the scenes. whole lake into a salt bay. <laughs> It was great, and I'm there, and I'm like, you know, they got one of the uh, the rebels, oh, and they're like, oh, you're a troublemaker, and I was like, shouted from the middle of the crowd, tar and feather him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I got so many dirty looks from the actors. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. They're just mad because you're a better actor. <laughs> I'm like, keep it historically accurate. (laughs) (laughs) 
draw and quarter him. <laughs> oh, heavy. That's crazy. Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, man. <laughs> this is a silly one, guys. And we try to reduce having a bunch of things going on in the background to uh, have better sound for you. So, so this is why it's not like... Yeah, just like spraying. <laughs> spraying. I, I find it quite relaxing. I do too. It's like a water feature. <laughs> it's like a, yeah. It's like those big bamboo things that fill up with water and then eventually oh, they like lower down and let the water out. Cool. That they have at like sushi restaurants. Is it crazy to put a <laughs> water feature in our apartment? I love them. Even if it was like a small little, little rock ones. one. Oh, yeah, I, would I love be them. so into that. Yeah? Yeah. We could put our salt lamp next oh, to it. Oh, yeah. We can put it on there. the altar. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know if I want electric stuff up there other than that lamp. There's twinkly lights up there. Yeah, but they're battery. And they're charging. So let's get back to the steak. What we? Oh, let's talk about the oil. What are we think... talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> well, um, let's talk about the oil. I thought the oil was oh, a really yes. crucial, important step. So as we let the process. steak sit with those salt and pepper right. chunks The many in it. layers of salt and pepper. Yeah. Um, you had this brilliant idea of of seasoning the oil with some aromatics and garlic mm-hmm. and whatnot first. So what'd you put in there? So um, I cut up a few cloves of garlic. And I, really, I think a really important step to the cloves of garlic is smashing them with the side of the knife. Yeah. Because you're really opening great. it up and mm-hmm. you're kind of activating the flavor yeah. and just igniting and having those flavor packets just explode. And really kind of more surface area for the oil to get into and allowing the oil to penetrate inside oh, versus this is getting just the very, outside. Uh, well, you know, I <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe I just overthink food, but <laughs> it, to me it makes sense. Yeah. So, um, and I also had a few sprigs of the lemon thyme that we got at the farmer's market a while back, which now I have out drying i'm drying it out um also added a few sprigs of rosemary and kind of brought the meaty the oil to a medium low heat because i wanted the oil to slowly um you know get those flavors without burning it on a high heat so kind of having it to a low to medium and allowing the garlic and the herbs to slowly brown um, and that, oh my gosh, the whole, our home smelled so delicious and aromatic. It was, it was amazing. 
the whole process, the Wagyu was like romanticizing and just kind of wooing us in love with it because oh, it yeah. was just so delicious. I was just daydreaming about it while you were talking about that. <laughs> I, like, I like went off into this land and I was like dancing <laughs> with like a tall ribeye. And... <laughs> like a string of ribeye fat. Yeah. Like a streamer? Ri- ri- yeah, ribbon dancing. Like <laughs> ribeye <the> dancing? <laughs> Oh Having like a Lady Gaga ribeye outfit. <laughs> Why is it Lady Gaga? <laughs> because she had a meat outfit. Is it bejeweled? Do you remember that? No, she Bedazzled? wore pieces of raw meat. Oh, raw meat. She had a raw meat dress and a raw meat hat to like. Oh. You know, she it's was kind of gross. It's kind of a waste of some raw meat. It is just. It is a waste, but also super fucking, like, edgy as fuck. Yeah, it's super edgy. Yeah. But it's been done before. Who? Who's worn meat before? My mom told me back in the day, like, the punks and stuff would have, like, meat hanging from hooks oh, on their ears yeah. and stuff. I don't, yeah, so, you're like, right. Yeah, I feel That's like true. it's been done. Lady Gaga, y'all ain't that original, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I didn't Whoa. know you felt no, so I'm strong about I this. Like Lady wow, Gaga. She's okay. Cool. <laughs> A whole new side. No, but really. <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, so yeah, you had that oil going. You you pulled out mm-hmm. those things so they didn't mm-hmm. burn. Mm-hmm. And then we carefully layer or let um, let down the steak on it to we sizzle. We slowly lowered. Slowly. And we... Um, plunged the thermometer in there at prior, that time. Yeah. Prior to it going into the oil, into the pan, mm-hmm. we had uh, carefully centered the thermometer away from the bone. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of the meatiest part, the thickest part of the... The steak, yeah. The ribeye. Which was perfect when we got to it. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um... And you guys can see a video of us cutting oh my into this. It was so crazy. On our Instagram at what we ate pod. We would love to hear from you. So yeah. you know, it would be so cool if somebody was like, Hey, what's up? Like, I like the show or you know, that everybody looks bomb and then we'll know that that was a listener probably and we'll say hey <laughs> and we'll say what's up yeah like we'll be like yeah what up like what are you eating of course yeah what are you eating yeah i'm Tell so us curious what you guys are like eating. what are you guys doing during yeah. the like how are you how are you guys like how are you holding up like this yeah you know or if you like hear something that we talk about that you think would be good like hit us up we'll give you the recipe probably. like are you bored we're bored too yeah we're like <laughs> mad bored right now for real <laughs> Let's be friends. Yeah. <laughs> so after like four minutes on each side or like three on one and four on the other or something um, like that? No, I always start with the lo- the longest amount of time on the first okay. sear. Yeah, because on the other one will yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Then it starts to disfigure a little based on the fat. And then, I mean, yeah. there's tricks to cut trimming the fat. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I forget how long we did on each side. I think it was like four-ish. And then we finished it in the oven with mm-hmm. the thermometer. Mm-hmm. How long did that take? What was it? What temperature did we do it at? Uh, that's a good question. Was it? I think it was Never high. Never mind. I think just it was kidding. Like four or something. Just kidding. Mm, do you remember? I don't. 
I think it was like uh, 475. The internet knows. I think we got it directly from the uh, the recipe and the temperatures. Yeah. From the Snake River Farms. Yes. Um, kind of cooking guides, which is important, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, they know their meat. They do. Yeah. And their time estimates were also pretty accurate. Yeah. So... Yeah, because even though we had the temperature, the, like, thermometer in there, we still... We always set an alarm. Always. To remind, because sometimes the alarm on the thermometer won't go off. Yeah, or or what if the batteries ran out Redundancy is important. You never know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So at least you want to check it. And um, we made some mashed taters with it. Of course, you got to have meat and potatoes. And some green beans. Oh, I love green beans. Uh, the green beans were good. They um, simple. It's very simple, just plain old green beans. Steam. But they were good. We had them. We steamed them in uh, our rice cooker, actually. No, we steamed them in the colander. Oh over no, the you're potatoes. right. That's a life hacking. It was yeah, like a double boiler clever. kind of thing. Yeah, it was really clever. Yeah, so we we have like a metal colander for like washing vegetables and stuff, or pasta, uh, yeah. taking Strainer. it out, straining it. Um, and you know i had the idea of putting that in the pot pot that was boiling the potatoes that was boiling the potatoes and then letting the steam from the potatoes and then putting a lid on that and putting a lid on top of that yeah yeah which we've also actually done for our tamales but yeah that's the same trick that we use yeah. for our tamales because we don't have one of those massive tamale like double boilers yeah. that they have at like restaurants or even homes so we have to get our little and our, our little like bamboo basket that we use yeah. for our dumplings is too small so we have to get really creative <laughs> <laughs> without adding more like i hate the my, the worst is like single use appliances oh yeah that's I hate that. Yeah, it's we don't so we try much. not to have any of those. Yeah, the ice cream really maker is like try. the only one really. And the bamboo basket that's kind of a specialty oh, yeah. item, you know. But it's good to that. have. Yeah, it's exactly. Like when we're having Asian yeah, inspired cuisine, we, we, we want might the go through a basket. dim sum phase where we just We do you know? go through a dim sum phase. Yeah. <laughs> we could do it again. We go through a Korean sometime. phase sometimes. Yeah, or, or like Chinese even. Um, we need to crack open that Thai cooking book and go through a, yes. a Thai phase. I would, I would really like that. We also have this interesting. Uh, I think I'm, I'm approaching a seafood phase. Yeah, I well, think we have so. a lot. Exactly, so. and uh, yeah. So we have this. We have um, scallops still. We have that Ivar's cookbook from Seattle. Yeah. I kind of we crack that we have open a ton a of salmon times. right now. Yeah, we have so much salmon. We have scallops that need cooking. Really looking forward to those scallops. Yeah. And some salmon. I love sea some scallops. Some sauce. <sighs> oh, scallops we have that interesting so black, well, the blackfish that, I don't know what we're going to do with Blackfish? What fish should we get from the farmer's market? Um, it's in the Opa, freezer. I think it's yeah. called. We just got a bunch of stuff from Costco, yeah. so our freezer's full. Yeah. We got a lot more We got a to do. mighty big order from there. We did. It was heavy. I tipped well. We so tip them stuff. well. Yeah, tip, tip them, them well. well. We gave her like 50 bucks. Yeah. I'm sure we can, made her If day. you can afford to, definitely try to tip yeah. them as well as you can. I mean, those poor people, they should be getting hazard pay. They should be getting insurance. Yeah. Like, they're fu- we're putting these people at the front lines 
you know, tip your I can't, but that's crazy. I would, I, I respect them for doing it. And they have, you know, like. Yeah, they're hustling. They're fucking hustling and they should get compensated. So tip them well, you guys. Don't be cheap asses. You know, these yeah. people are really putting their lives Definitely at risk. Definitely tip them like double what you would. Double. If, if they, they should be did getting before, like, yes. You know, at, at yes. least. Yeah. At least 20 bucks an yeah, hour. Like your pizza guy or whatever. 20 bucks. Yeah. You should be giving, if you can afford it. If what you kind can of craving pizza? <laughs> well, let's make some pizza. Let's make some dough. Yeah. We have that basil. Oh, yeah. Well, let's, um, I think that about covers Monday, right? Oh, wait. We made the mushroom red yes. wine sauce. Oh, yeah. Talk about that With the grilled bit. onions. That sounds... Um, so, we grilled some, obviously some, well, what we had was red onions, yeah, garlic, mushrooms... And I like was, grilled red onions. They maintain their sweetness. Yeah, and it has beautiful coloring. Yeah. Red onions. Especially with the red wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, what, I think I added some, the Korean raspberry wine. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. I had a little of that. You crazy. I know. <laughs> I added some, I think, some more of the lemon thyme. I, I'm loving that lemon thyme. I really am. It's so I'm good. I'm so happy about that. I like thyme as it is, but like the lemon, it's almost it's more lemony level. than thyme. Yeah. It's wild. It's a, it's That's such good. a beautiful flavor mm-hmm. and adds like a freshness to everything. Yeah. Um, without being overpowering, like sometimes using lemon rind or that can be a bit much sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. you get like lemon zest without having to use lemon zest. Kind right. Of. Um, I added something weird to it, too. I can't remember off the top of my head, though. Uh, But that's the gist. That's it. I mean, use whatever you got. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Did you put mole in there? I did not throw in mole. (laughs) You're crazy. Yeah, I love your mushrooms. Oh, you know, we should make some tamales. We should put some tamales to defrost in the fridge for this upcoming week. Because it's going to be hot. Yeah. So we got to think about what. Like we I mean, can you don't. Whip yeah. Up. You don't want the oven on. You don't want to be over the stove when it's it's gonna be ninety fucking degrees next yeah. week. And those will be like a good lunch. You know, we have all that cotija. We have oh, sour cream. Oh, we have the ají amarillo that we got from uh, in the mail. Oh, I'm definitely gonna make a so sauce ex- with that. So excited to put on about the that. So ají amarillo is a combination. Well, it is from a yellow pepper. Uh-huh, which in, I think are called in, uh, in Peru, which are called Aji Amarillo. And uh, they are like a mild jalapeno, but They're it's still spicy. spicy yeah. It's got a kick to it. It's not... It's at about the same as cayenne peppers. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not as I, I hot know, as that's cayenne. What, that's what the website it was said, not, Oh, really? I thought cayenne was a lot hotter. I don't know. I don't know what a cayenne pepper is like when it's, like, not powder. (laughs) I don't think I've ever had it just like a regular old cayenne pepper. And we ordered it, and it's in a paste. Yeah. And it has a beautiful yellow mustardy color to it. Yeah. And it's, I've heard it um, compared to what they would consider the ketchup of Peru. So they put that shit on everything. (laughs) Which is really exciting, and that kind of gives uh, a little, I guess, a little hint of what else we did with the 
Wagyu. Yeah, but that's uh, that's gonna be on the next episode. Oh, got it. Okay. Because that is not. In Got my it. notes for this. Time. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> but that's all okay. The, I like giving little crumbs. I like leaving little crumbs for our listeners, so all they have the something to look forward have, to. Right? The days are faded for me. They really are. Yeah, everything is just blur. blurring into it each really other. Is. It's just when I'm awake and when I'm sleeping <laughs> is like what this has turned me into. I think Davy the other day was like, "Oh, it's Thursday," and I'm like, "It's Thursday." <laughs> <laughs> What day is it? I don't even fucking know. If it wasn't for Damien telling me what day it was, <laughs> it's, I it's know. crazy. <sighs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a good time to move on to. Okay. The next yeah, time. let's move on. Tuesday, um, we didn't really eat lunch that day, but um, for dinner. We had the rest of the guisados. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We added, we ran out of their tortillas, so we heated up our own yeah. tortillas. Which worked. Yeah. I would say. Um, so that was bomb. Again, we talked about them on the last yeah. episode, so we're not really But then we pickled, I think we cut up more yes, red onion. You did, yeah. I cut up more red onion, and I pickled some and some Apple cider vinegar, some sugar. Yeah. Added oregano. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah, because those ran out way too quick. Yeah. And pickled red onions are fucking amazing. Yeah. And I um, also saw it as an opportunity to use some of that leftover mole that we had. Oh, yeah. That was weird. I put some. Okay, so hear me out, right? <laughs> So it's like a a, a tortilla with beans, mole, chicken tinga, sour cream, and like... Okay, that sounds kind of good. Yeah, like onions and stuff. It was bomb. I mean, just the beans and the mole alone would be Yeah, exactly. I did a bean and mole one. That would sound good. As well, but also with the chicken tinga, it's just like... Because you get that smokiness from the um, chipotles... That really, like, just complements that chocolatey mole mm-hmm. and peanut buttery, like, that smoky, along mm-hmm. with, like, the peanut roasty kind of, it just, like, it just really works. I would order from them again. It was really good. Me too. Like, if I'm craving real good Mexican and I don't want to cook, I would order from there. Okay. Because their stewed meats, are, oh, yeah. I thought were really, they were excellent. I hope they make birria sometimes. I want to say maybe on the regular menu they have it. But oh, was that like a special? I, maybe. I know a lot of restaurants right now are doing a very limited menu because of uh, makes the Makes sense because they don't want to have to order a bunch of shit. That yeah, get, it makes you know? sense. It really does. So who yeah. knows? And I mean, some restaurants could probably stand to limit their order, their menu a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that's true. Like specialize in You like know what I really want to make with uh, our pork? we got a shit ton of pork right now. Yeah. I want to make carnitas. I want to oh. try making the saltado that the the Cuban. Yeah. That is sounds good. Is it saltado? Good. What's it called? No. It's no, called, it's, it was, I um, forget what it's called. Something with an S. Fuck me. Uh, the one from last week that we yeah, had? Yeah. The we, masas de puerco? Yeah. No, yeah, but what? It's the main <laughs> dish. The super oh, popular one. Yeah, I, I don't Something remember. with an S. Yeah. 
Ah, it's going to bug me. You could Google it it's on your phone. It's going to fucking bug me. Anyway, you Google it? let's power through. We could Google it. We could have this, the new segment. Let's Google. I don't know, something. <laughs> let's Google <laughs> Cuban food. Yeah, <laughs> let's Google Cuban food. I'm sure it's like going to be the first thing that comes up right? Um. So yeah, I mean, Guisados is just like, uh, what what else? I'd like to see like their main menu and see what else is on there because I'm sure they have some other good things like little like other sides. What what do you think they have? the The beans are kind of unique. The uh, black beans that they have, they're like weird. It's kind of almost like a light mousse consistency in your mouth. It's like, it's not smashed. super heavy. Yeah, but it's like like a mousse, kind of. Mm. I don't know. Do they thicken it with something? Like, Mm-mm. But it's like not like... It's almost like chocolate pudding consistency. Oh, relax. No, legit. It really is. I don't know what they what they do to get it like that. Are you, are you getting... I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to fill the air while you're, uh, you know, looking up the... Thing. But then they put like I think it's cotija on top of the the black beans. I was way off. You're way lechon off. Lechon asado. Oh, lechon Duh. asado. I don't even. Derp. Okay, gosh, never mind. Yeah, but lechon asado is bomb though. Yeah, I want to try making some lechon. Yeah. And then from that leftover lechon, I want to make carnitas, which is just their it. masas de puerco. Yeah. I'm 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 here for it, babe. Um, also Tuesday, I thought it might bear mentioning that I kind of have been refining my crouton methods. I think I've really pinned down the amount of time. Oh. Yeah. So it's like, it's like about 28 minutes at 325 to get them like golden and not burnt and, and none of the spices burnt either. You've definitely, your croutons have been getting better. Like mm-hmm. they were always really good, but now you're just getting the coloration yeah. down and where it's like perfectly And sometimes that dried. paprika will burn yeah. or the garlic. If the so, temp is too high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I've shared before that I make too many croutons. I'm like addicted to making croutons somehow there's always got to be like a roll that's like ready to be made into croutons <laughs> i support this and wholeheartedly. currently there's three bolio that have my name on it because <laughs> we didn't eat them in time really yeah and they're too stale yeah they're perfect so french for toast bolio. Or, or french toast french toast french i love french toast but it competes with my crouton ability wow <laughs> <laughs> so that's that you know ready i hear you yeah but i've been i've been i've been pinpointing that for for at first i was like uh trying to do them for like a certain amount of time on 325 then kick it up to 350 or 375 for the last like five minutes no, it's better to go a little bit longer and, and lower. Low and slow? Low and slow. They're like barbecue croutons, <laughs> but not nothing barbecue about them. So that's that's my new method. Um, if you 
had tried my old crouton recipe and they came out a little bit burnt or whatever. <laughs> Not like the bread's burnt, but like sometimes the spices they yeah, put the on herbs them will burn. burn. Yeah. yeah. Even like for like 15 minutes or I whatever. I think that's why maybe even adding, we could try adding the herbs after. Like tossing yeah. in some oil and herbs. Um, You could. Okay. You could try that. You don't seem too into that. Well, the oil be weird because they won't last as well. I don't think if. Or what not. if you just dry herb it like fries? You could you could probably do that. You know. I don't like know. I like cooking them, them with it on it. Tossing. I don't know around. why. But yeah, so that that was our Tuesday. So we just kind of had leftovers, and I made some croutons. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, keep this train a rolling. Choo choo. So for Wednesday, we had leftover Wagyu that we wanted to do something with. So we made some Korean-inspired lettuce wraps. Those were amazing. Yeah. Those really allowed uh, the Wagyu flavor to really kind of shine, Mm -hmm. uh, but complement with hints of... It was just so refreshing. It was such a nice uh, meal for a beautiful spring day. It was. And it really let the Wagyu shine without, like, you know, putting sauce all over it or anything like that. It really brought out the nice flavor of it. And it was, dare I say, bomb. Bomb diggity. So what did we use? What did we make with it? What what was included? Um... I guess the one of the first things we started towards the beginning to get going uh, was we pickled some some red onions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we what was like I'm a, all about that quick pickle. Oh, me too. I love it. Um, you know, a combination of vinegar and water, a little sugar, salt, pepper. Mm-hmm. I do some nice sliver, thin slivers of red onion mm-hmm. with some thin slivers of garlic. The garlic really shines through in it's that, It's fantastic. Uh, it really brings... And it just looks so pretty on there, too. It really did. Um, what else? We have uh, some we pics have of some, that up on the gram. Yeah, yeah. go check it out. Um, what else? We had some really nice... We had to use up the last of that... Um, well, romaine hearts? Yes. From the farmer's market? Oh, right. Those were what gem call lettuce. It, jewels? Gem yeah, lettuce. Gem lettuce. Yeah. There you go. That fancy oh yeah um, farmer market shit uh, <laughs> what else it made a good um, a good like lettuce wrap yeah it was, lettuce. It was good produce butter lettuce is another good one to use for that okay because it doesn't have as big of like a vein kind of thing right like, you know yeah um, let's see and then for that I whipped up another one of my like sauces. The sauce is good. Gochujang, peanut butter. This time what I did, because sometimes it's hard to whip in the peanut butter and the gochujang and you're sitting there forever trying to integrate it. This time what I did is I took peanut butter, I added the gochujang to it, whipped it around so that integrated. Both paste. And then, yeah. yeah. And then I added a little bit of oil to like get that like lighter. Sesame oil? Um, A little sesame oil, yeah. Okay. And then, um, then I added soy sauce by like a little bit. So I started out, 
Yeah, so it really integrated a lot easier than what I'm used to, which I think that's going to be my new approach. That's um, a good one. Sesame oil, some water in there, because otherwise it gets too salty. It's very salty. It's a very concentrated flavor, yeah. so you want to make sure that. Um, Did you throw you in know, a little hoisin sauce? Crazy. This time I didn't. No. Did I even do fish sauce this time? I don't remember. I don't think I did. It was nice, though. Yeah, it was good. And um, then I just added a little ginger powder and garlic powder. Mm. Um, we usually throw in some green mm -hmm. onions. But, yeah. Um, we don't really have some right We have now. some growing, kind of. Yeah, we were, we were trying out that <laughs> trick where you could... Eat the top of the green onions and then put the bottom just in a little bit of water. And that shit fucking gross. Mm -hmm. We're was, on our third. Uh, yeah, we're on our third round third of that. Round. And I was like, wow, this is great. Um, I also, um, with the leftover lettuce wraps, I made some garlic squash and air fried squash. The gar I know you're not the hugest fan of like when squash gets squishy. Yeah. But I grew up calling it squishy squash. Okay. Which was like a dish that my parents made, so like I'm like used to it now. I mean, I grew up eating it, doesn't mean I <laughs> Oh, I love it. I don't know, I just love squash. I like squash. I just Pumpkin. I really like undercooked squash where no, it still no. has that, you know, some body I do like to a it. crunch to it. I yeah. like a, that's what, that's where I like my squash. Yeah, I like that too, but I also like it squish. And the garlic squash was less squishy. Uh, that one was, I sauteed it in a pan with some garlic slices and some more, um, a little bit of sesame oil. That was good. Um, you weren't super into it, but... Eh. And then I also did an air fried squash, which was kind of a disaster, but we'll just... Yeah, well... I ate them, but they weren't, like, that great. No. Um, also, Wednesday, I made focaccia bread 2.0. Oh, your My bread. second attempt at focaccia. Bread was good. I think it came out better this time, huh? Yeah. It had a little more flavor. I added, like, a little bit more salt. Um... It was a little, it was just a little different. Like it, I think I let it rise a bit better this time. Mm -hmm. Um, it really filled out the, the dish that I baked it in a little bit better than normal. Mm -hmm. And it, it ended up being thicker than the last one too, which is, you know, kind of a trait of focaccia that you would want, I guess. Um, so that really about does it for Wednesday. I think we should keep this train a rolling. So that brings us to Thursday. Um, Thursday for our like lunch, breakfast, kind of brunch kind of thing. First meal. First meal of the day. You made some banana walnut chocolate chip pancake. Walnut. Banana walnut <laughs> chocolate chip pancakes. How, how do you say it? Is that the order of... Um, I think banana... Chocolate chip banana walnut pancakes? No. Chocolate walnut, chip banana walnut pancakes? Banana nut. Cocoa, Chocolate cocoa chip banana nut pancakes. Walnut banana pancakes. Cocoa chip banana nut pancakes? <laughs> Chocolate chip banana nut pancakes. Chocolate chip banana <laughs> nut pancakes. I think that's the winner. Chocolate chips banana nut pancakes. Yeah, I think that's... 
That's Gabrielle's cool. chocolate chip banana nut pancakes. It has a good ring to it. Damn good. And buttermilk. I don't know if the name is already too long to add in buttermilk, but they're buttermilk pancakes. <laughs> buttermilk. Buttermilk. Buttermilk chocolate chip banana pancakes. Buttermilk just makes baking Banana better. nut pancakes. Buttermilk chocolate chip banana nut pancakes. There we go, right? Is that how it goes? What what? How long is too long? Uh, just give me something. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see what. <laughs> I mean, there was also cinnamon and vanilla in that. Cinnanilla. But... Cinnanilla <laughs> buttermilk chocolate chip banana nut pancakes. Butter choco chip. Butter choco chip. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, too far. Well, anyway, far. they were amazing. They were really, I love pancakes. Mm hmm. I love, and then we have some really good maple syrup. Oh, so good. We have like so many different maple syrups. We have a variety of maple syrups. We're yeah. a maple syrups connoisseur, so to say. I like, a, yeah. I like some variety. We're regular old Mapletons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should call people who are into. We got maple some syrup. bourbon barrel maple syrup, which is yeah. damn good. Do you think there's any other trees that would produce like a syrup? Uh, I remember playing with the sap of trees, like pine sap. Like there was this one tree growing up where it pine was tar. hollowed, mm -hmm. and as a child, I was small enough to wiggle my way what? into the into the bark. Or the trunk of the tree that was hollowed really? out and climb up to the top. It was kind of no amazing. way. It was magical. All the way to the top of the tree. Yeah. How was, big of a tree was this? It, I mean, it was wide enough to be hollowed out and for me to be to able to climb through. You know, being a skinny kid, yeah, climbing trees. So. Wow, I've never yeah. had a tree that I could climb. From yeah, the that's inside. kind of an. I, I don't know why that just that memory just came back. That's to me. amazing. I know, right? That was that is pretty. I wish cool. I had one of those. I still kind of wish I had one of those. <laughs> Definitely don't fit in that tree anymore. <laughs> yeah. So you made the banana nut, the cinnanilla choco chip banana nut pancake. Wait, I forgot the butter, buttermilk. Butter, buttermilk. Buttermilk. So you made that all from scratch. Yeah. And the buttermilk that you used was older milk, right? Well... Um, we didn't have any buttermilk on hand, mm -hmm. so kind of a, an easy hack is just adding some acidity to milk. So you yeah. can use some vinegar or some lemon juice and uh, just let that kind of do that at first and let it sit mm -hmm. and curdle. And then uh, while you're preparing everything else and uh, yeah works just as it well. It really does. It's so good And like it, that. It, 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 there's a big difference between buttermilk and just regular milk. Yeah. It, it's worth that extra step. It really Absolutely. is. Um, I, did I even, I don't think I even put syrup on the, oh yeah, I did. I put syrup on mine. You did, yeah. I, at first I was thinking not to because yeah. I thought it was just be so flavorful on its own. But, yeah. um, as a kid, I didn't even put syrup on my pancakes. No, not I didn't at all. like the Jemima. I well, never liked shit's that. That's nasty. It's like even as a kid, I didn't corn like it. syrup yeah. with like 
yeah. maple flavor. I, I would eat it weird. I would just put butter and roll it up and then just eat it. That is weird. <laughs> That's how I what? You put it, but like a crepe kind of. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess that's I would not roll that it, weird. Like you know, I would roll it like a roll up, mm-hmm. and then just eat it. Would you dip it in butter? No, or, it, oh, okay, because it, it had I smeared on when it was still warm. You know, okay. that's so the it's trick. Like you gotta do it when it's warm. It's Is like that what you do crepe. with a creep? I don't know. A creep? <laughs> yeah, that's what you do with a creep. You roll them up and <laughs> eat them with butter. <laughs> First, you smother <laughs> them with butter. Yeah. Salty butter. I you know what I would try soup. doing? What? Eating a pancake with lemon and sugar like the Dutch oh, baby. Oh, oh my God. That Wouldn't it Dutch be good? Baby. We should just make another Dutch baby. Yeah, like tonight? Yeah, like After we finish it. recording? Okay, yeah, because I'm craving a little something. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking of making cookie dough, but a Dutch baby just sounds mm, just as good. Maybe we could do a weed butter infused Dutch baby. Ooh, is that crazy? Or I was no? I was thinking of making weed butter cookie dough. Yeah, tomorrow's four twenty, y'all. So <laughs> we're trying to think of something. Yeah, fun to celebrate. To, so the next episode will be four twenty friendly. I think. Aren't I think they that's all? That's a good. Yeah, I think they <laughs> all are pretty four twenty friendly. But um, this one coming up specifically. Um, and then for dinner on Thursday, we had a nice little fresh caprese salad. With oh, toasted nice. focaccia bread. Oh, that was really nice on your bread. Yeah, I'm, I'm becoming a focaccia maniac. I think I, yeah, I'm starting to get bread. into focaccia more than making the croutons. I think. Oh. And sadly, today I had to throw away three rolls that were going to become oh, croutons. Oh yeah, that was yeah. That's they hard. got moldy. Yeah. You know, I think it might. I I've been wondering if it's worth investing in a bread box. I would say yes. It's crossed my mind. Yeah, because um, they keep it like dark and all that. I remember my grand, my, not my grandmother, my aunt Sylvia mm-hmm. had a bread box and it was made out of wood, and yeah. I remember it on her countertop. Yeah, I think a lot of people just have them for aesthetic, but I think they work. I remember her bread in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we might want to look into that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just curious what you guys think. Does that, Do any of you guys have a bread box? Mm-hmm. Is it worth it? Is it a bunch of BS? Yeah. Is it just big bread making me want to buy a box? Like, I don't know. <laughs> big bread. <laughs> big carb. They got a, they, uh, <laughs> they made a deal with big wood <laughs> for some bread boxes. <laughs> Um, the caprese salad was pretty simple. It was it was a non traditional one. It was kind of like a chopped up one, versus the like you know, a slab of tomato and then a slab of mozzarella and then like a leaf and then like repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah, I prefer it drizzle. in chunks. Yeah, we like to chunk it up and it make just it like makes a it salad. To salad. Eat, you know. Yeah. I think it's less messy. Yeah. I mean, the other way probably looks pretty, you know, mm-hmm. and is aesthetically pleasing. But for practicality, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm more into practical food consumption versus just like, oh, pretty, Agreed. but a mess to eat all over my face. And we got some lovely um, mini, well, I wouldn't call them quite mini, because mini mozzarella balls are like those ones that come in the oil at the store. Which are delicious. The ones we got are like, like medium-sized. Yeah. Um, we got some fresh Mozzarella balls. Yeah, so definitely looking forward to making uh, some more za? Some yummy. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, maybe tomorrow. For sure, making some more pizza. 
Maybe we can make some dough tomorrow. Yeah. The dough's easy. Yeah, I think tomorrow's going to be a good dough day because I'm going to do the another focaccia, I think, and then... Yeah. So that's cool. Um, so we had those little, like, medium-sized balls of mozzarella, which I chopped up, threw in there with some basil that was honestly kind of on its way out, but I, I kind of soaked in some water with some acidity in it to kind of get it, bring it back up a little bit. Oh, to rehydrate. Yeah, because yeah. no, I'm drying out the herbs. Yeah. Yeah, it's at that point now where it makes sense. And I mean, rosemary... I like dried rosemary a lot. Yeah, dried herbs are fine. Um, I mean, they say not to dry uh, out basil because it has high water, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But Honestly, what about the, it's fine. <laughs> what about the... Uh, oh, because they, they probably dehydrate them in a machine, like a dehydrator. Yeah, like, well, there's some controversy. I mean, I guess you can dehydrate it, but for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds... I mean, since the beginning of mankind, we've been drying stuff out. Yeah. So, and just using the environment to dry out. So, it's fine. I think so. I've even accidentally dried herbs by just leaving them out. Yeah. Same with jalapenos, too. Yeah. They've I've, made, I've like, accidentally some dried, dried peppers. out peppers. <laughs> um, and what else was in there? We got these, like, amazing... Those little uh, heirloom tomatoes. Oh, yeah, they're nice. We got a big old container of them from Costco as like well. Like a two pound. Yeah. And they have a lot of interesting ones. They have these like big green ones. Yeah, it's like. Those are good. They're not like green tomatoes. They have different but flavors, which is funny. Yeah, like, they're the like. The yellow ones taste different. Heirloom cherry tomatoes, but like some of them are bigger. Some of them are. Some, some are like a brown. Some are like grape. Purple ish color. Yeah. And then some of them are like orange and yellow. Right. And yeah. And they're, they're, they're just beautiful. Great. I love them. And mm -hmm. they're so tasty. They're pretty. They're so sweet. And, you know, I wasn't actually always a big tomato guy. I mean, you didn't know me during those times. But, right. like, as a kid, I didn't really like tomatoes. I like ketchup and pasta sauce, but I didn't like chunks of tomato and anything. And then my dad he always grew cherry tomatoes and those were like the only ones i would eat and then one summer i just had this one cherry tomato in the in the afternoon that was like warm from the glow of the sun all day and it was just like it tasted like summer so much wow. that like that just totally like Changed. reprogrammed my taste buds to uh want tomatoes from oh that's a on. beautiful tale yeah and it, it really, it awoken something in me. Now wow. I love, I just love a good lake tomato. <laughs> I still don't like mealy tomatoes, though. Those still gross Which me ones? out. Like ones that are like, I think it's when they're picked too underripe and then they ripen afterwards and then they're not like as like juicy and they're hmm. kind of like, like mealy. Like the texture is kind of like that cream of wheat that you made this morning or the other morning. <laughs> Like on the inside, I don't know. I don't do it. It's not my favorite, but um, then of course I dressed that with some of the balsamic vinegar, vinegar like vinaigrette, just but just vinegar. Um, I put some balsamic vinegar. I put some white balsamic vinegar again because you oh, reminded that me that delicious. we had that. Yeah. Some more of that glaze, and then I threw some. Uh, 
what's it called, the Evu on there mm. with um, some fresh cracked black pepper. And then I just, you know, tossed it in its, in its goodness. And I had some red onions in there. I love it. Oh, yeah. Red it's onion. one of my favorites. We definitely going to have that again. We're probably going to have that again this week because it's going to be warm and that's like a perfect oh, yeah. day. That's a perfect snack for a hot day where you don't want to mm-hmm. cook. Yeah. For sure. I, I just love mozzarella, too. I got, you know, we got to do more like bruschetta kind of style stuff. That's kind of like what that was, right? I mean, I didn't really know what bruschetta was. I, oh, okay. I, but I just, you know. Yeah, it's like salsa kind of that you just put on bread. <laughs> <laughs> Italian salsa. Yeah. Well, Italian salsa is like pasta sauce kind of, right? I mean. Technically. You no. Know, they got, um, we share similar. Uh, Ingredients, right? Yeah. <laughs> When there's similar ingredients, you're going to have some similar dishes, I think. It's true. For the most part. I you mean, work with what you got. Yeah. Um, so that really about wraps it up, I think. It was uh, some good eating. We had some damn good eating from the Wagyu throughout the week. We like Our Wagyu was kind of like marbled throughout the week. Like the fat oh, is marbled through the Wagyu. So kind of, you know. So that was Wagyu talking about episode 11 of what we ate. First time having Wagyu. We've had Wagyu. Where? We haven't cooked it. We've had, they've Wagyu burgers at places. They've, okay. Which, okay. I mean, a Wagyu burger is kind of I a waste, bought, but first uh, time we've had Wagyu. Yeah, like in the purest form of yeah. just Wagyu. Like super. Not well, a Wagyu burger. We've not had a Wagyu. Wagyu. Like, Where did we have Wagyu? I think we had like. When we went to Korean barbecue, we might yeah. have got a, a plate yeah. of it. We got Wagyu short rib or something at the Korean market too yeah. one time. It's been a, I mean, yeah, a few times, but. I but don't we know. never I had like st- a full on steak. Yeah, of it. I'm gonna consider this, you know, the the true time. Yeah. I can I could get down with that. So. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm down with getting at least once one of those per year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think that'll be a For thing sure. going forward. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's time to wind down. So I want to thank you guys for listening, as always. Please, please, please follow us on Instagram at what we ate pod. We got a lot of cool pics. It's kind of like a visual, mm-hmm. you know, medium to go along with our spoken medium. You know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. Cool. Another fun one. Yeah, it's been a good. All right, cool. So we'll be back soon with episode 12. And until then, stay hungry. Nom nom. <laughs> Bye.